Welcome to the Product Doula Presents, the podcast that helps you navigate the complex journey of bringing your product-based business to life. I'm your host, Christina Vanacore, and I'm excited to be your guide on this journey. Each week, I'll interview guest experts, product-based entrepreneurs, and provide education and insights to help you make informed decisions for your business. I know that launching and scaling a product-based business can be overwhelming, and that's why I'm here. I'm like your very own product doula, guiding you through every step of the process. From market research and product development to manufacturing and distribution, I've got you covered. There's no sugarcoating around here, so buckle your seatbelts and let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Product Doula Presents. I am super excited because you all are in for a treat today. Today, I have Asia on the call, and she is from Power to Pause. Asia is a mindfulness coach, speaker, and motivator. I happened to see her when I was at the Ultimate Product Party back in May in Nashville. And besides the fact that we went to a really, really great taco dinner, when there was no food at the event for a we she kicked off the whole presentation, set us all up for an experience that was amazing. And I was like, you know what? I need you on the podcast. So Asia, thank you so much for joining. And why don't you share a little bit about yourself and your journey to where you are now? Hi, Casino. Well, thank you so much, first of all, for having me. I am excited. And yes, we had amazing tacos after after we did not get food that night but it did not make the event was still amazing so you know we did it didn't ruin our experience absolutely right but a little bit about me so i am actually a retired eye care professional so i started in eye care back when i was my senior year of college senior year of high school actually my mom was in the eye care field and it was something i just fell into was helping out at her office then i started enjoying it so i got certified when I was in college, I also have a degree in dance. Ed. And so I've always loved a movement. I always tell people that the person I am now is the person I've always been. It just took me a while for it to kind of sink in because I tell the story of when I was in high school redoing the room off of my bedroom and I had it set up with rocks and little trees and water machine sounds and candles and nothing in the center. So I could kind of just lay on the floor and relax. And at that time, I wasn't realizing I was practicing mindfulness and pausing and resetting, but I was. But I worked in eye care for 18 years, just recently, completely got out of that. But during that time, I realized what it meant to be burned out because I was working with doctors and it was fast paced and I loved it. But then I realized I was just going and going and going and there wasn't a lot of pausing happening. And then in 2020, of course, when everybody else was kind of the world was going crazy, I was dealing with grace. I had lost my grandparents and a brother. And so it was a lot happening. And I remember sitting down, going for a walk and just breaking down crying. I was like, what? What is this? And my being said, what is, what is it? And I remember talking to her, she's like, you need to take a break and just like stop and get still. And I was doing some yoga at the time, but really starting to learn what that meant to pause and really started learning more about mindfulness. And since then, I've been certified. I'm a certified yoga instructor as well. But I really love helping women specifically, business owners and moms just take a moment for themselves 
because we go, 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 go. We're like the Energizer Bunny and we don't realize that he has batteries and we don't. Ours do die and we do need to recharge. So that's what brought me to my journey as a mindfulness coach. I love it. First of all, I don't know how we had a whole dinner and I didn't realize that you worked in optical because I worked in optical oh. prior to starting the product doula. So that's incredible. How did I not know that? Yes. These different lives that we led prior to entrepreneurship. And if you would have asked me anything, eyes, it all comes out because I still love it. I still, I still talk about ads a lot. <laughs> I love it. So you talk a little bit about burnout. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you define burnout? Like, what are the warning signs that you're looking for? So for me, and I feel like even the word burnout has been so often that we've become desensitized to burnout. So a lot of times when I'm talking to clients or potential clients, I will explain to them that you're not, you may not think you're burned out, but you're living life on empty. And because we think about refilling our car, we think about refilling a drink. And so many times, especially when we're business owners, we're pouring out, we're pouring out, we're pouring out. We're talking to customers, we're talking to manufacturers, we're talking to other people who we're wanting to introduce to our business, but we don't realize that as our, us, as a person, we're doing all these doing things and we're not being, and we still need to pour it. And so when I think about living life on empty, I think about being exhausted, being tired, being a little more irritable. It may show up even physically just with sickness, overwhelm, anxiety, or even more, some of those symptoms exacerbated. So you may automatically deal, you may be dealing with anxiety, but now it's just to two other levels and you're empty because you haven't taken time to pour back in after you've poured all that out. Yes, I am a big fan of mindfulness, not from burnout, just from life. I've been practicing mindfulness for years. I had a therapist years ago who had shared some mindfulness practices. I, I have apps. apps. Yes, I have apps. I even do it with my my son. We'll practice robot ragdoll where when he's getting too, too stressed, I'm like, tighten up. They'll just let it go, Boba. Yes. And he loves it. But for those people who may be not as familiar with mindfulness, what is mindfulness? What is incorporated in a mindfulness practice? So when I talk about mindfulness, I talk about awareness and I talk about being present in that moment. So you can be mindful of your surroundings. You can be, when I think of mindfulness, a lot of times I like to tackle it to one, my breathing. That's the immediate first, kind of the first level of being present. Because so often we're thinking about either what we have to do or what happened before and we miss so much we're we're operating on autopilot so if you can just think about taking a moment to just stop and become more aware and i love the idea that mindfulness is universal and that it's not related to maybe a religion or a certain faith or a certain type of person because a lot of times you get that uh misnomer that okay well only these people practice mindfulness or i have to to be practice mindfulness, I have to go and take 30 minutes to do this. Well, no, I can practice mindfulness in my car. I do it a lot when we're like a carpool going from place to place. Or, you know, I can do it while I'm folding laundry. I can do it sitting at my desk. I can, of course, do it on my yoga mat, which is, it feels great. That's stillness. But that, that ability to be present and tap into yourself. And then also just having that awareness. 
So when I say mindfulness, I like to break it down to those simple terms so that everyone knows they can access it from any standpoint. And when I talk about it, especially even starting with your breath, because that's something we all have. Absolutely. I was challenged when I first started practicing mindfulness to, while I was washing dishes, to wash a dish for one minute, just one dish for one minute, and to focus on the feelings and the breathing mm-hmm. and everything as I did it. And it's so intriguing. As you say, we're on autopilot as moms, as business owners. And so, you know, I'm washing the dishes fast. Like they're clean, but they're going. Like I'm not thinking about yeah. anything else. And when you take that minute to all of a sudden focus, it just calms you down. Your it brain does. is no longer going a mile a minute. It's now like, oh, wait a second. Hold on. But I, I have it's a an moment. amazing like self-regulation tool, like to just bring everything down. And I love that because someone might be, well, how do you do that? Okay, well, you're washing, you know, going, which way am I washing my dish? Is the water hot? Is the water cold? What do the bubbles feel like on my hand? What scents am I smelling? What do I hear around me? There's so many ways that you just take simple tasks and just slow down. When we do it in the car, I do it with mine. I got Bubba too. So our son, we call Bubba as well. And for us, it might be, what do you see? We might call it, we can do a color. And we name out all the things we see of that color. And it just takes us a second versus me thinking about, okay, when we get here, I've got to do this. And then when I get home or what am I doing for dinner? And it, it, open, it also opens up opportunities for all these other things to take place and you just see the beauty. And it's a nice perspective shift that I love as well. Yeah, I 100% agree. And it's, it's hard, but once you start practicing it, I feel like it becomes second nature as opposed to the running a mile a minute all the time. Right. Now, for product-based business owners or business owners in general, what do you see are some of the most common challenges that they face when you talk about mindfulness or you talk about like getting into that mode? Yeah, I one, we are very much, and it's funny because I was doing another podcast and it was for pirate-based business owners. And we talked about that productivity and that race. But so I've been thinking about that a lot because I know even me, even as a mindfulness coach, I am still a doer. I like to be doing all the things. I like to be in all the places. But sometimes we feel like we have to earn that rest or that time to like slow down and pause. So I especially feel like for business owners, because you're going off of demands and deadlines, or you have to get this out, especially for product-based, not as much for service, but you're creating a product and that product has to get to some, whether that's a customer or warehouse, it's a design that has to be finalized. So you are always thinking five steps ahead because you know every little detail goes and attaches to the process. And so sometimes for many business owners, they're like, well, I don't have time. That's the biggest thing I hear. I don't have time or I don't want to learn something else or I can't add that to my to-do list. And I'm saying, I promise you, if you just start, we all have to start somewhere. If you just start, it doesn't have to take a lot of time. But it'll be so much, so much more for you and you'll be rewarded if you just start. And it doesn't have to take a lot of time. So that's that's that preconception that it takes a lot or I'm not a quiet person. I hear that a lot too. Or it's hard for me to turn off. Well, I don't want you to turn off. I just want you to slow down and breathe a little bit. That's it. That's it. And just tap in just for a moment and then go back to making those moves. But I promise you, you'll feel better too. 
It's so funny that you say that I'm not a quiet person. I I absolutely love that because my Bubba is, he's not a quiet person. And so, you know, as, as most children probably aren't. Right. And so when we have these mindful moments, I'm like, I don't care if you, you're telling me what you're seeing. That's part of taking it right. all in. It's just I want you to, your brain to stop going at what you're focusing on right now and focus right. on something that's going to center you. Yes. And just grounding for that moment. We do. And it's so great because if you think about it, especially for kids, because I'm a big, a big pusher for, for parents, especially to learn the practice for themselves, but then share it with their children, because that's a nice way to where they're, they are overwhelmed and they are feeling anxious that they know, okay, I can, I can just focus on this. I can focus like right now where I am, there's a window and I keep seeing the leaves so I can focus on those leaves. Are they blowing? Are they still? What color are they? Like all those little questions that you just like, oh, it's, it's a tree out there. And then you move on. But if you just focus, that helps your heart rate. It slows it down. It brings down your blood pressure. You can be more open to, when I tell business owners this, I'm like, if you take five minutes to just slow down, center yourself, you're going to be more focused when you open up and start that email. You're going to have more insight to your strategy you may feel a little more creative and be able to create these beautiful masterpieces and designs you are opening the door to so much more if you slow down and that is that and I think that society that's taught us that we have to hustle and run and go and not take that time but we are better when we do you just answered my next question I was just gonna say I love that (laughs) no that's that's fantastic because it's true you know we we don't prioritize our mental health at times, I feel yeah. like, especially in business owners, because we do, we live in that hustle culture of like, we need to get to that next level. But what are we trying? What are we sacrificing to get to that next yes. level? Yes. And what are we, what's even at that next level? And I understand not wanting to be content and you having goals and I'm, I am a big goal and I like to write it out. I like to visualize it, but then also thinking about what do I want at that next goal? And sometimes we miss out that there are things still here that we have to take time to appreciate and to really realize. And so if I just take it where I am right now. There may be things that I'm wanting at that next level that I'm already experiencing here, but I just haven't slowed down enough to receive it and see it and enjoy it. I, I love that, that that whole thought process because that's not even where my mind was going and it's so true right I I absolutely I love it so for people in business how can you incorporate mindfulness into a daily routine so like I said I always say start with your breath I like to use my breath as a bookend because it's something that no matter where you go you've got it with you. If you're living and breathing, you've got it in you. So when say I start, so I do, so I still have a nine to five. So I told you I'm the one who does all the things. So I start my normal day working from home and then I get to the office. So I go to the physical office. And so before I get there and I usually like have my laptop, but before I get there and I turn on my desk, desktop and set everything up before I do any of that, before I answer another call, another email, I always take a break. And usually I'll take a second, close my eyes, and I'll take two to three deep breaths. And that allows me to, whatever calls I might've had previously, because usually it's about two to three hours in, I've probably already had a inter- like some type of interaction that wasn't the most pleasant, but I can leave that there in that first part of the day. 
I am sitting here at my desk. This starts a new task. And then before I leave for lunch, I usually do the same thing. Before I leave, before I go and get up, take that same thing, close my eyes, center myself, take a deep breath. This is done. It's closed. So I don't have all the emotions and all the stress and all that tension that we hold and we don't even realize we hold in our bodies. I don't have all that taking it into lunch where I should be breaking or I can take it into another meeting. And so little things like that, even if you can just take a little beat, like 10, 30 seconds in between certain things. You can't do it, of course, in between every call because you're, you're not going to get much done. But I even know but maybe in between, just say when you get to your desk or, you know, if you're working, especially for business owners that are maybe working from home. If you are working and you step into your office, you know, you close that door, whether that's kids running around, whether that's husband, wife, dog, whatever it may be, whatever. Okay. They are out there. At this moment, I am here showing up as my business. I'm here showing up for my business. I even love just adding a little affirmation just to talk nicely to ourselves because that helps set the tone and it sets our mindset. So, you know, I'm here, I'm here, I'm present here. And knowing what you're going, set that intention of what you're wanting and looking forward to. This is what I'm going to get accomplished in this little chunk of time. And then once you're done, if you don't get all those things, that's okay. But I did my best. And then you go on to the next thing, but then you're able to be present without thinking about all the things that are happening or that was previous. And then also, I'm a big believer in your environment. Also helps you. I love, like at my desk, I have a little candle. I always, so sometimes it might be, I'll light that and that scent. Where does this scent transport me to? Or I may watch the flame, which seems very, you know, kind of odd, but I can focus on that flame breathe just a little bit just to take my mind and it just slows me down just a little bit of slowing down having having paper to doodle just something that just brings you back to where you are you know tapping into your senses so if it's something I have stress balls but they're actually ones me and the kids made so they're a balloon with like water and flour and just even feeling that so we take for granted the things that are innately already created in us and our senses so finding ways throughout your day to connect with those will slow you down and bring you back to that present moment. So, so true. During COVID, I had started listening to a mindfulness app before I'd go to bed because with all of the craziness, it, I yeah. felt like I was never getting time for myself. Mm-hmm. I needed like that moment to before bed to like slow it down. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this is my moment. I'm going to slow it down. We're going to close out the day. We're going to have a good night's sleep. I love that. I love that. I'm a big, I love journaling, even whether you are, I'm a big journaler, I always have been, but even if it's just a list, if you're not a journaler or if you have prompts or if you make just a gratitude list, all of that will help you, you know, I know I have all these things to do, but if I can just find five things I'm grateful for right now, that's a way to practice mindfulness, a gratitude practice. That is mindfulness. And you may not a lot of people don't think of it that way, but it is that focus and that awareness that brings you back and then not judging because that's the other side of mindfulness. Whatever you may be feeling, you you feel it. And just like things, you just kind of, you let it pass through without judgment of, is this right? Is this wrong? How should I change it? You let it pass. So this was so good. I love it. Just hearing you talk about it is like putting me in like a seat of like, oh. I love, I love having those mindful moments. I really do. 
Yeah. They really, really do. So looking back three years ago during COVID, when you were getting ready to make the switch, what would you tell yourself then as opposed to now? What would I tell myself? So then I would tell myself, one, you don't have to earn rest. And that is something I'm still telling myself. You don't have to earn rest. And it's okay to slow down and to pause. And then also, it's important to share why you pause. Because even going through this journey over the last three years and working as a mindfulness girl, it's been funny because... And really, Ultimate Party Party was kind of a pivot for me because for a while in the beginning, I was doing it quietly. People who knew me, that was how I was getting clients and I still wasn't sure. I was like, do I need to make this step out? Do I want to really, really do this? Because for me, it was weird. I was like, I've been in eye care this long time. This is all I've known. I did this and I taught Dave. Those were the only two things. But I really saw the need. And the pool. And it was one of those things like I kept, like it kept coming up. It kept coming up. I was like, we just, we just, I want to help people create calm and just know that it's accessible everywhere. So I would tell myself, it's okay to share your story. And right. that, that's also where the, the power is in your story. Because even for a little while, I was like, I don't even want to be the face of my business. That, that was a whole journey. I went on that same journey. So I understand. Okay, <laughs> I went on that very same journey. Secretly do this and be the face behind the bacon. Yeah. And then I wrote like the reason why Power Deposit exists is because of my journey, my story, my insight, my experiences. And that is why it's created. So that needs to be shared. So it's funny how it all comes full circle. Exactly. It 100% does. And now if we were to look in five years from now, what is the five-year plan for Asia and Power to pause. Power to pause. So five years. So I would say to continue sharing. I would love to have written a book by then to really knock out some of these myths about mindfulness. That's what I always think about. The myths about mindfulness. Those things that you don't have time. That is hard. But you have to be a cert person to do that. And then also being able to host retreats so I can bring other women and business owners and curate a space. So that they could just feel comfortable and be able to be vulnerable and relax and don't feel like I'm here to serve. So I want to be able to just create this best here. Here's your place to rest. Here's your place just to slow down. We're going to, we're going to relax. We're going to get out in nature. We're going to take time and sip tea and actually enjoy the tea and taste the flavors, all those little things and just bring some of that calm back into, into their, their space. Well, I'll buy the book and go on the retreat. So you okay. let us know when that's ready. Yeah, ready yes. Everybody <laughs> from Ultimate Water Party. Bring it, everybody. <laughs> We're just going to have a new party. <laughs> We're going to have a new party. Love it. And so, Asia, tell our listeners, where can they find you? How can they work with you? All right. So I am Power to Pause, the number two, on Instagram. So you can find me there. I post tips and resources pretty daily for you so that you can create pause in your daily life. And then I also have a newsletter that comes out weekly so that you get calm straight to your inbox. So there's prompts, affirmations, some breathing exercises. And then for listening to this, I will also be sharing a special set of affirmations and a journal prompt for you. But if you visit me at www.powertopause.net, you can find all those things there. 
amazing. And everything, of course, will be linked in the show notes. So be sure to give Asia a follow and check out these prompts and all of that, because that is just incredible. It's an incredible tool to have as a business owner, as a mother, as just a person in general. Yes. Yes. We all can deserve a little bit more for it. 100%. Well, Asia, thank you again for coming on. I'm sure the listeners are going to absolutely love this episode. And for those of you who have listened in, I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to The Product Doula Presents. Go to your favorite podcast app, hit that subscribe button, and leave us a review. It will help us reach more product-based business owners and support them in achieving their business dreams. If you got something out of our show, I would love to hear from you. Send me your favorite takeaway or any questions you may have to info at theproductdoula.com. You might just hear the answer in a future episode. I'll see you back here next week.